So continuing on with our conversation about the three UFO incidents, which are considered to be the official, uh, you know, incidents where the government is like, these three things are real. So we were talking about the Tic Tac UFO. Now, here's something interesting about the Tic Tac Toe. And this is one of the reasons why I brought up Bob Lazar earlier, because Bob Lazar talked about the UFO that he worked on and the propulsion system. This was um, it wasn't a chemical burn like that came out of a rocket. It wasn't overcoming, you know, gravity in the same way a plane does by achieving lift by, you know, getting the air over the wings and so on and so forth. And it doesn't, it, what it does is it creates its own field. Okay. And that's what Bob Lazar said. So these Tic Tac, this Tic Tac object was seemingly doing the same thing because they're looking at it with this FLIR pod system underneath the plane. And, you know, it's every sensor that they have, is telling them that this thing is not emitting any heat. It has no heat signature, okay? That is impossible. There is nothing that moves that fast at the speeds that they were talking about. No, Not even anything 10 times slower than that. Not a plane. The, the plane that the Wright brothers flew at Kitty Hawk had a heat signature, okay? Anything that has a motor... Anything that is a any kind of rocket, anything that flies, anything that is being propelled along, it has a heat signature. This Tic Tac did not, which means that heat was not the primary, it wasn't the source of its propulsion. Um, you know, this thing also, you know, you got to think about it in terms of like the laws of thermodynamics. You know, the laws of thermodynamics, one of them says, uh, I forget which number, but um, you're never going to use, get to 100% of something. So, like, in terms of, like, using something as an energy source, there's always going to be a certain amount of burn-off. There's always going to be a certain amount of radiated heat that comes off of something. You'll never get 100% of a system. So, they're not checking any they're not detecting any heat signature coming from this thing okay that means that this is a completely new technology this is something that we do not possess this is not if i'll put it to you guys like this so because some people are probably thinking well this could be a foreign adversary this could be in the hands of a private institution this could be if this is in the hands of somebody other than the United States of America, when they get finished manufacturing the rest of this stuff, we're all dead. There is nothing we can do. It's game over for whoever has this stuff. That's how powerful. You're talking about being able to create force fields. Uh, 
You're talking about being able to move so fast that the, the human eye could not detect it. Okay, you're talking about something that could go thousands of miles, damn near instantaneously. What could we do? We couldn't do anything. Nobody on Earth, not an Earthbound uh, institution or person, has their hands on this. This is coming from somewhere else. Okay, we're just not that smart. We're just not. We're so dumb that we, half of the planet is on fire right now and the other half is underwater. You really think we made a propulsion system that doesn't require heat? You think we did that? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Shit, and the United States didn't do it for sure. We didn't even make the VCR. Damn it, we got the patent, from, took it from somebody else in Japan or something. Okay? We don't, we don't make stuff here. We buy stuff in the United States. Okay? So that was the Tic Tac incident. The next incident I want to talk about is the Go Fast incident. That's the one where you see the it's it took place on the USS Roosevelt in 2015. It was taken from a fighter jet off the coast of Florida. And in that video, What's interesting about that video is you see how fast the object is moving, the tic-tac. That's why they call it go fast, because this thing is just flying along. But what I love about that video is you just hear the excitement in the pilot's voice. You got to understand, this is like if, you was, uh, if, if it was somebody from the movie Top Gun, and he's impressed at what he's seeing. He's seeing another vehicle that's outpacing him, that's outperforming him, that's doing the actual most, okay? You're talking about guys riding around in uh, damn near uh, $80 million planes, okay? $100 million planes with the best equipment with, that could detect things in different spectrums that carry um, ordnance of all kinds, missiles, uh you know, they guns. You're talking about something where this is a, 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 a flying weapon, a supersonic flying weapon. And he's like, whoa, look at that thing. Okay. So I, I really like the Go Fast video for that. Um, but my favorite video of all is the 2015 video, which was also... I believe from the Roosevelt and it is called, uh, it was a plane that was uh, launched. I, I don't know if you would call them sorties uh, or if they were just doing maneuvers, but um, this one, the gimbal video was, I believe off the coast of Florida and it was also from the Roosevelt. And um, in that video, that one is, please go look up the gimbal UFO right now come on fam y'all know me go ahead go take a look i promise i'll wait i'll wait i'm chilling i wish i had like a commercial break or something um yeah bye robot afro mints yeah all right we're back um wow that was really stupid once again, see, it's late. It's 1.49. It's not 3 in the morning yet, but it's pretty late. Okay, so if you looked at the gimbal video, 
one of the things you'll notice is it tilted like the way Bob Lazar said. It was they get it on the flare pod there so that they're seeing it. The radar is seeing it. And then the craft tilts and it looks like a spinning top almost. It reminds me of what Bob Lazar said, which is what I keep going back to. But here's the thing. Bob Lazar said this in the early 80s. The early 80s. Okay? And here we are in 2022. And this thing is doing the tilt the world just like Bob Lazar said. Okay? Now, the, the most interesting thing about that video is the pilot says, my God, there's a fleet of them. Meaning we're not even getting to see the rest of the video. So I want to know, I want to know where that footage is that shows these fleets of UFOs. I'm sure it's going to come out that I'm sure that that video is come, all that video footage is coming out at some point. But I'm like, come on, man, what are we waiting for? What are we doing here? What is with the secrets at this point? What are you, what are you hiding at this point? You know what I think they're hiding at this point? I think that they're in a, 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 a clusterfuck right now because if they admit a lot of this stuff beyond this, then they got They're going to start getting into legal matters. OK, because now you have people who witnessed these things, but were completely suppressed, put under psychological stress. You have instances where the government lied. For instance, what about all of the, and I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but what about all of the Apollo astronauts? What about all of these people who flew shuttle missions and stuff and where they cut the news feed and, you know, um, or you hear them say things like, you know, there, there's a, somebody else is out here with us, you know, and they switch over to the mic and it goes to the medical channel, you know. Meanwhile, you know, the United States people are not privy to that. So it's like you've been keeping us in the dark for all these years. And it's like, for what? The cat's out the bag. You know, I understand like, okay, like in the 1960s, the Brookings Institute was commissioned by NASA to do a study. And the study was like basically, you know, wanted to find out what would happen how human beings, how we would react if we found out that the existence of extraterrestrials. And at the time, it wasn't good. It wasn't positive because they were like, well, this is going to affect our society. This is going to affect the way we, you know, look at God and religion. And I mean, are your taxes really going to be that important to you if you find out that there are beings out there who can telepathically... um you know, take over your mind and walk through the walls and have craft that move fast as the speed of light damn near. And they can come here from other dimensions and they have this super science that damn near seems like some type of sorcery, you know, it's so advanced, you know, because that's like the Arthur C. Clarke rule. Like any, I think it's Arthur C. Clarke who said like any technology, you know, that's super advanced in comparison to yours is basically magic for all intents and purposes. So, you know, those three videos, look them up. The gimbal from 2015, 
the Go Fast from 2015, and the Nimitz from 2004. All three of those videos are legit, too legit to quit. All three of those videos are 100% real, certified, government, Pentagon, FBI, and Donald Trump approved. <laughs> Isn't it ironic that we actually have clown ass, orange ass, HR puffing stuff ass Donald Trump? Donald Trump is basically one of the people who was responsible for this information coming to light. If it wasn't for him forcing the hand, I mean, look, like I said, I brought him up before Tom DeLonge from Blink 182 is really instrumental in getting a lot of this done. Um, dude made a hell of a transition. Talk about a second act or a third act in the, in your life. Um, but he hooked up with Lou Elizondo, Elizondo, um, Christopher Mellon, um, and then also, um, who else did they have working with them? Harry Reid. So these guys are like the damn secret Illuminati, and they're, you know, getting all of these funds, and, you know, Harry Reid is securing, you know, these aerospace contracts with um, the dude, I think his name is Mike Bigelow, um, I'm not exactly sure, but um, from Bigelow Aircraft, I thought I had his name in a note somewhere, but I don't. I think his name is Mike Bigelow. Um, you know me. If I get it wrong, I'll come back and make the correction. But, um, you know, which leads to another thing. So you guys are, how long have you been doing this where you've been, you know, parsing, you know, UFO and alien shit to your friends who your billionaire friends who own their own aerospace companies or giving them the money to start it up under the guise of this is a black bag project. And, you know, cause you, you could do anything by doing that. The president wouldn't have all of the information, wouldn't be able to it'd be so compartmentalized. You could put that information in the hands of 25, 30, 40, 50 di different companies and each company could have a piece of the puzzle and very few people would know the full what the full mosaic looked like but how is this legal how do you get to take our money how do you get to take the money of the people of the United States of America our tax dollars it's bad enough that you already doing crazy weird ass shit with the people's money okay it's bad enough that you already spending money in weird ass ways but now you spending money on uh, alien programs and all kind of shit like that. You got a 600 and something, um, you know, billion dollar budget for the military. And plus you got all of this other under the table, black hush money, you know, uh, black bag money, you know, secret Pentagon slush funds where y'all doing your own projects and having, you know, uh, you know, all kind of, you know, side gigs with your pals and your billionaire pals and everybody's running around and y'all doing all this stuff. Come clean, motherfucker. At this point, come clean. Okay? Now, the, the in general, the American public is just anesthetized. They're too... They don't really give a shit. As long as they get to see Beyonce on a glass horse, they don't really give a shit. You know? They... you. 
if you ask most people, do you know if UFOs are real, they'll say yeah. And then you ask them, do you know that the government officially came out and said UFOs are real? They wouldn't know nothing. Most people don't. So anyway, as you can see, there are a lot of moving parts to all of this. Um, But speaking about Donald Trump, so once Donald Trump made the statement that the the $2.3 trillion uh, COVID relief bill would not be um, go through unless they generated this report. So they did generate the report and um, it came out. It made world, excuse me, worldwide news. And, I, you know, the report is very interesting. I would recommend you all read it. But. That report also triggered a television hearing, okay, a subcommittee hearing on the UAP phenomenon. That hearing was very telling, and it it posed questions. It it made people, um, you know, want to ask questions. It brought up more questions, and I think it it's, it wasn't disclosure, okay? To me, the, the press club, uh, you know, meeting in 2001, that was more disclosure. This was the United States government basically admitting like, all right, all right, all right, y'all caught us, y'all caught us. Let me give you these three incidents. Meanwhile, they got in their bag of how many incidents they got. They got thousands, okay? Thousands of incidents, okay? And none of this stuff would have come to light if it wasn't for Donald Trump, Harry Reid, Tom DeLong from Blink-182, former military intelligence officer Lou Elizondo, uh, Christopher Mellon, who was like the assistant deputy director of defense or something like that. Um, And, you know, this cabal, this weird cabal of men who went behind the scenes. And, you know, I believe it was Tom DeLong and Lou Elizondo who leaked the original story in 2017 of ATIP and OSAP and all of that stuff to the New York Times that, kind of was the catalyst for all of this so very fascinating stuff but like i said so all of these things triggered this television hearing and we are going to go through some things that happened in the hearing but i have more questions about what all of this means as opposed to what it is you showed us Okay, so I'm not going to bore you to death going over every single incident, every single thing that was brought up in this hearing. I'm going to give you a general kind of, um, you know, just going through it a little bit. But the reason why I have no enthusiasm for this is because it was really kabuki theater. This was really some bullshit. This was like the report came out. 
this was the shuck and jive and the song and dance to, you know, basically say, because the most interesting thing about the government hearing on UFOs was that it involved Democrats and Republicans working together. <laughs> if you can believe that out of all of the, you know, things that could bring Democrats and Republicans together, this was one of them. Um, so um, they had the deputy director of Naval Intelligence who was um, being questioned. And the stupidest thing. So he wants to highlight these videos, right? He wants to show these videos. They showed the worst videos. Like, they showed this video of a Navy fighter pilot. He's in his cockpit. cockpit, And he, the UAP, UFO, zooms by him at super speed. Zoom. And you see it for like less than two seconds. Like literally. Zoom. That's it. You don't show the Tic Tac, uh, the Go Fast. You don't show the Nimitz. You don't show any of the real videos. You show this one little BS clip. And the funny thing about that was they could they had some intern doing operating the computer and they couldn't even get the shit to work. Like, damn, y'all don't even know, like, PowerPoint stuff and, you know, like, the simplest thing. But yet and still, you're the UAP task force. Wow. Like, you should have... Please go watch them try to operate and rewind this video. They look like dunces. Look like fools. So, um, so you, you showed that one. Then you showed this other video, the one with the triangle-shaped UFO that looks like... It's, you know, um, shot in with, you know, a night vision. Um, what else? Um, I mean, the, those videos to me were unimpressive because we already had the Nimitz video. We already had the Gimbal video. We already had the Go Fast video. So you're showing me these other videos for what? To take attention away from those videos? Why are you showing me these, like, little BS videos? You're showing me a video where something goes by at, like, two seconds, and then you actually say, well, you know, in some cases, this is all we have to go by. No! Hello? McFly? Hello? No! You actually had other videos, but you chose to do this. Who authorized this? But because you're the deputy director of naval intelligence, this is what we got to go with. So um, it was what was really interesting was Adam Schiff was there. There were some really high level people there. Um they something interesting was brought up. So there's this incident called the Maelstrom incident. Um, and um, I forget the guy's name that brought it up. But so basically at this Maelstrom incident, he asks um, Deputy Director 
um, Scott Bray about the Maelstrom incident. And the guy asks him about it, and he says, um, are you aware, like, of this particular incident where this UFOs were seen over, like, nuclear bases, nu- bases with nuclear weapons, and there were, like, missile tests going on, and, like, supposedly some a UAP went around the missile and shot a beam at it and made it inoperable, and there was, like, a red glowing... UFO there and it was like this whole big incident and they're asking him about this and he's like basically like giving him the uh that's outside the parameters of the UAP task force da, 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 da. and he's like you would have to go and officially make it and I forget who's the guy who's asking the question but he's like I'm officially asking motherfucker like I'm asking like how, who do we who do we go to who's the guy oh it's you well here I am in front of you Asking you, I'm just a boy standing in front of another boy trying to find out about UAPs, bruh. Trying to find out about UAPs flying over our missiles, our nuclear missiles, and making them inoperable. This happened on this this incident. It, it, the Maelstrom incident happened on a, a, an army base. You mean to tell me that you thought it was more... Uh, important to investigate a video to bring a videotape of a cockpit video where something goes by for two seconds and you thought and you spent 10 minutes on that you thought that was more important than bringing up the maelstrom incident bruh you may be the uh, head of naval intelligence you know a deputy director of it but you are either full of kabuki shit or you just you you're ineffective at what it is that you do because that didn't make any sense to me and like judge judy says if it doesn't make sense it's probably not true so they also asked things like did you have we tried to communicate with these things have we tried to did we try to shoot them um and so you're getting like all of these like pedestrian questions that this stuff should this should not be the focus like to me it really showed that we weren't actually trying to get to the gist we weren't trying to get to what was really going on it was more so like we studied these particular incidents and we will not transgress outside of the parameter of said incidents because that would go outside of our jurisdiction and that would mean that we would have to generate a report for somebody inquiring as to what took place on this. Man, you know if somebody, if UFOs came around nuclear weapons and made them inert, made them inactive, that would be, come on, man. That's some comic book shit. Like, stop playing games. What are we talking about here? You talking to me about a UFO that flew by a two-second video. Come on, bro. Come on. This is you playing games. Okay. So I came up with a few questions. I wanted there's some some things I think we need to clarify here or take a look at so that when we do have another hearing, there should be some kind of um, there should be some other things we need to talk about. Going back to one number one for me. 
since the Apollo program was so long ago, right? And going back to that, what did the Apollo 11 astronauts see? Are there classified UFO reports and sightings from the Apollo missions? Because if there are, and you're not bringing them up, because they were like, oh, well, we're only going to study, we're only going to look at incidents from this time period to this time period. Why? Why? Because you don't want the liability of having to explain why you've been lying to the public for so long. So now that we know that this is real, the U.S. government, if you're saying if Donald Trump made you guys come out with this report, you are officially on the record saying this is what you know about UFOs. So the, none of the Apollo astronauts, none of the NASA astronauts, none of them saw anything. Where are all of those official reports? I want to see those because... We have all kind of, there's all kind of video from the missions. There's all kind of satellite video from the space station, from all kind of stuff. So are any of those videos real? Is any of that stuff real? What about the video that shows uh, something looking like it's coming towards the earth? And then you see a flash and the object moves away from the planet. Is that real? Because it, it sure looks real to me. A lot of experts are saying it's real, and there are a lot of incidents like that. There are a lot of videos, and you guys got some splaining to do, okay? Maybe that's why you're only investigating incidents from 2004 to 2014 or whatever it is you were saying with the time frame. Also, by the way, uh, the guy I said his name was Mike Bigelow. It's actually Robert Bigelow, okay? Uh, and, yeah, so... Just wanted to clarify that. And uh, he runs Bigelow Aerospace. Okay. Uh, they, they also did, I remember they did a 60-minute story on him. So go look that up. Uh, he, he's a real interesting cat. Um, okay. Next thing I, I want to look at here. Uh, the, same, the same not just goes for the Apollo missions, but like I said, all of the NASA missions. We need to go over what these astronauts saw. Okay. Um, who chose the witness list? Who chose the photos? Who chose the videos? And who chose what incidents to highlight? What was this process? Because you seem to not be good at it. You guys didn't do too good. You either are lying or y'all bullshitting. Okay. Um, you know, it's kind of like the uh, the Sam Rothstein thing with the movie Casino where you had the, the guy who was the official's son, like the town, the sheriff, or the, some town official's son, and the the casino kept getting robbed. And, you know, Robert De Niro was like, uh, either way, I got to let you go. You know, it doesn't matter if you're not good at this job or, you know, whatever it is, but the, you're not, you're not, you can't work here. You know, you're not good at it either, you know. So, so like, you guys came up with this list or whatever. You came up with all of this stuff, but it didn't amount to a hill of beans. You didn't tell us anything new. Um, and as a matter of fact, you kept alluding to, 
well, we're going to have a closed-door session, a closed-door hearing. Boo! Boo! Closed-door hearing. Come on, son. Um, another thing. Why the hell was it so fast? We're talking about a subject that is what the quite possibly the most important subject in the history of our civilization. And y'all was like, uh, I was up. Goodbye. You know, it was like super fast. Um, it was like, oh, yeah, we got to go to lunch. Um, you guys were out. That was quick. Should have been three hours minimum. Okay. That made no sense. Um, another question. Timeline. How long has the United States government been officially been aware of the existence of UAPs and UFOs? I didn't hear any kind of a timeline established because there wasn't any because you guys set the parameters for what you were going to look at, which handicapped this hearing and it stifled it and put it in a trick bag. But if we're trying to get to some truth, if we're trying to get to the answers, we need to step out the trick bag and start answering and looking at some real questions. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to this one. Um, even though I didn't actually say what it was, I'm going to go back to that one. Um, do we have a protocol for dealing with these things? Okay. Does the military have a, a specific protocol? Okay. I can understand if you said, well, that's classified. Okay. What's the citizen protocol? What do the citizens do? The Independence Day scenario happens. We wake up on Easter Sunday. Everybody steps outside in their best bib and tucker. I got on my Easter clothes. Um, uh, going out to retrieve the paper. I look up in the morning. And what do I see? I see a, a giant UFO right over the city. What do I, what do, I do? Well, y'all taking all the guns. Y'all want to take all the guns away, right? There's guns in damn near every household, but y'all want to take them. So let me get this straight. You want to tell me that UFOs are real, but you want to take the guns? I don't think so. That's not going to fly. <laughs> but there are too many guns. I don't think people need AR-15s. Unless there really are aliens, then maybe we do. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, we need... We need a citizen rollout plan here. We need to know what does the public do? When are we going to officially put that out? So we're supposed to just run around with like a chicken with our heads cut off? Should we wait for another country to tell us and advise us what to do? Or should the United States government, who admitted the existence of UFOs, put out a comprehensive plan on what citizens should do in the event of an event? Okay. Um, uh, uh, next question. If there are ships, and I, I think this is really the most important one. If there are ships, who are the pilots? You know, in my Jill Jones Purple Rain voice, who's paying for this? Who are the pilots? Who was flying them, sir? Okay. Well, 
we believe that these UAPs are actually some type of drone. And, okay, uh, who's got the joystick? Who's in command? Who's flying it? Who's in charge? What's going on? If there's a pilot, there's a driver. I don't care if the driver is driving remote. If there is a pilot, there is a driver. We need to talk about this. What is really going on? And I feel like we are doing everything with all of this to avoid talking about aliens. How, Sway? How? How do we just skip over this? What are we, five? We can't have an adult conversation? We can't talk about the fact that we're not alone? Come on, man. Anybody that thinks that we're alone, you're talking about hundreds of billions of stars in our own backyard, just our backyard? Doesn't make sense. The universe is 14 billion years old. The earth has only been here for four and a half billion years. I guarantee you somebody was here before us. Okay? Somebody out there could be a civilization a million years older than us. Shit, we've only had technology for 200 and something years. We've only had science, really, for about 500 years. So imagine the civilization that was here for uh, uh, 2 million years ahead of us. What about 5 million years? What about 500 million years ahead of us? What about a billion years ahead of us? Dude, if somebody, think about this. If you went back to the 1970s with an iPhone, you would be a god. Now imagine taking that the some of the most simple objects from 2022 and take those back to the 1960s, 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, the 1700s. You would be magical to them. Imagine what a civilization that has been in existence for a million years longer than us could do. What if they didn't have racism? What if they were completely unified as a species? What if they, they, what if they don't have Instagram? What if they don't have Facebook? What if they don't have fried chicken? What if they don't have video games? What if they don't like screwing around? What if their sole purpose is to colonize other planets and places? You know, Stephen Hawking said something very interesting. He said that it didn't really work out for, it doesn't work out for the lesser civilization when a more advanced civilization contacts them. And maybe we shouldn't have sent out Voyager and all of that. Maybe we shouldn't be looking for them. Maybe we shouldn't be, you know, knocking on the door. Because guess what? I don't understand how we're surprised that somebody showed up. We've been knocking for a long time. We've been putting out the call. We've been putting the cookies and milk out for Santa for a long time. And the fact that somebody came and took a bite in the sip, well, I'm not surprised. And we should, you shouldn't be either. Somebody showed up. You know, so there was an interesting exchange between, uh, I forget exactly who, but, uh, I believe 
it was I'm not sure. I believe it was from the Navy dude. Anyway, and um, somebody else, a senator, somebody was questioning him. But anyway, here's the gist of it. Um, It was... I'm getting sleepy. I'm getting loopy. So it was like, is there any any, um, wreckage from any downed UFOs? Is the United States government in possession of any downed UFOs or any wreckage that is consistent with being of extraterrestrial origin. Um, And the answer was something like the UAP task force does not have any wreckage that is not consistent with being of terrestrial origin. That's a word game because my next question would have been, well, who has it? Who has it? Because if you're giving stuff to people like Robert Bigelow and your billionaire friends, I don't mean to pick on Robert Bigelow. He seems like he's really interested. He seems like he's trying to help just like Tom DeLonge, just like I don't I'm not my angst and my anger and stuff is not directed towards him. But I'm saying we have a right to know at this point. I don't care if you said let's say tomorrow they was like, uh, Robert Bigelow has our crash UFOs and saucers and all of these things. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. Okay. Do the right thing with them. Okay. Uh, let's get to the bottom of this. It's not a panic moment. But damn, like at some point, are we going to start talking about this stuff? So don't you playing these games. You're playing word games. We're not in possession with craft that are not of terrestrial origin. Man, you know Different agencies have this stuff. And that's why, too, people are suspicious because they're like, y'all hiding money. This could be, for all we know, this could be just a big money grab. This could be a big money laundering scheme, for all we know. This could all be bullshit. Okay, this could all be an elaborate bank heist. This could be the most elaborate robbery in the history of civilization. This could be bigger than the library at Alexandria getting raided. This could be the biggest heist ever. Y'all could just be taking billions and billions and billions of dollars and playing games with these subcommittees and with these subcontractors. Y'all are subpar is what you are. You need to step up. You need to speak up. And we need to get to the bottom of this. And we need to stop playing games. So as for the subcommittee hearing i'm giving y'all a d minus y'all get a d minus matter of fact throw this paper on the ground get this crap out of here giving y'all a d minus next time it needs to be three hours long and let's have you know something uh let's 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 take a look at something that i think needs to happen I think we need to have something like, you know, I spoke of Stephen Greer, uh, Dr. Stephen Greer earlier from the Disclosure Project. Dr. Stephen Greer, why don't we have you put together a mock hearing, okay, where it's real, not real, official, 
but unofficial. Put together a list of, let's say, a contact council, because I think that's what we need. I think we need a contact council. Okay, a group of individuals who are out in the open, who are preparing us, who are asking the right questions, you know, and, you know, you could make your contact council, you know, you need some straight up people, you need some quirky people, you need some people who are kind of outside the box, you need people who are actually real people who know stuff, who are smart, Get put Bob Lazar on it. Put Neil deGrasse Tyson on it so Bob Lazar could be the truth guy. Neil deGrasse Tyson could be the skeptic. Linda Moulton Howe could be the believer. Louis Elizondo could be the point man. Lex Friedman could be the observer. Stephen Greer could be the conductor. Uh, George, I don't know how to say his name, ancient astronaut theorists. <laughs> you know him? You got to have the enthusiastic questioner, you know, the guy who asks just nonstop questions. We need him. OK, isn't that funny? Like you could do a uh, ancient uh, uh, ancient aliens drinking game every time they say ancient astronaut theorists take a drink, you know, ancient astronaut theorists like they say that every three minutes on that show. But seriously. I think we need a contact council. And I think that what somebody like a Stephen Greer, who is motivated about this stuff in a different way, because he seems to be shut out of the Lou Elizondo, Tom DeLonge, uh, Chris Mellon group. He seems to be not a part of that. So you get Stephen Greer, you get your own group together and put together a mock hearing where you are asking the right questions so we could see what this looks like. What are the right questions? What is the right path to go down so that we know what it is that we are trying to get to the bottom of? Um, you know, you guys know all of the incidents that took place. You know all of the dates. You know all of the credible data. Well, put together this as a, as a, a mockumentary. I don't care what way you put it together but show these guys in the government how it should be done because if we know anything the government is not effective okay about the most effective thing that the united states government has ever done is the postal service okay so let's put that together and let's establish some type of a contact council and let's you know, get let's have some civilian involvement here. Less less secrecy and more togetherness, because maybe togetherness is how those other alien civilizations were able to overcome and transcend their own societal bullshit. And it landed them here observing us like monkeys, like we're animals, you know, Um. Before I wrap this up, I want to talk about a few more things. One is the subject of aliens. So, as I stated before, we can't talk about UFOs without talking about aliens, man. I don't even know how we're doing it. I don't even know how that was, wasn't brought up in the hearing. You know? 
um, there are different kinds of aliens that people have talked about. Gray aliens, the, excuse me, the more insectoid, taller ones. You know, they say that the gray ones are more like, um, almost like android robots. Very um, stoic. They don't, they only communicate really through telepathy. Um, They have these suits that look like they were almost like spun like spider web like maybe they spun them from their own body they seem to be the examiners you know then you have the uh the ones that were considered to be the insectoids that were like taller and more intelligent then you had the reptilians then you had the nordics you know you had the you know uh I think the greys were known as the Palladian greys, but um, or the retic the is it the Palladian greys or the Zeta reticular grey? But anyway, um, and who knows? However, many else. I mean, look how diverse species are here on Earth. We got everything from a zebra to a platypus, okay, and everything in between. You know, um, we got screaming lobsters, and you know, and and pigeons and and rats. So, you know, we got everything here. So just imagine what could be in an infinite damn near, uh, you know, uh, just different star systems. You know, life, we haven't even uncovered all of life here on Earth. We're still finding new things and discovering things that we thought were extinct. So uh, we need to, you know, I... I wish the government was able to talk about this subject more openly so that we could go over like Bud Hopkins work and, you know, all the stuff that he uncovered and, you know, even going back to Betty and Barney Hill and their abduction. And I mean, think about this. You have something like hundreds of thousands of U.S. citizens, not worldwide citizens, U.S. citizens that claim to have been abducted. What do y'all know about this? Is there any information about this? And if there is, then who can we get to testify under oath about this? Is there any information that this is true? Because let's just say that information, the Roswell incident was true and there really were bodies. Well, then y'all lied about that. And if you're lying about that, are there any extraterrestrial beings still alive in our possession in our custody are we in contact with them but if everything is oh we can't tell because we don't you know that whole brookings institute kind of we don't want to tell people we don't want to panic people we want people to still pay their taxes we don't well this whole thing could be a ruse we could all be in some type of you know this could be a jail this could be a zoo well i don't know what y'all doing here to us we need to have some we need to have some open communication about these things so that we could distill some of the paranoia that is associated with these things. We're big boys and girls. We put on our big drawers. We can handle it. Oh, okay, ET's real. Okay. Okay. There's some bad ones out there too. Okay, well, let's get our shit together so if they show up, we could be some bad motherfuckers too and we could deal with them with, with technology. You know, let's get ready. Let's stop fighting each other. Let's stop doing asinine things. Like, you know, co-opting other people's, you know, land and, and, and countries, you know, 
let's stop doing stupid stuff like that and maybe start working together. But we, the only way that's going to happen is if we start sharing. You know, is this stuff real? If it is, then we need to make logical leaps and conclusions based on that so that we could prepare. We don't have time to continue to play games. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to end this here. Uh, When I do future podcasts, I may go back to this because I'm sure what's going to happen is I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to be like, oh, I should have talked about this. I should have talked about that. I left out this. And, you know, the next thing you know, I'll have an entire other podcast. So, um, I was going to announce what I'm going to do for the next Robot Afro show. Um, But, God, I'm so tired. It's 3.34 right now. Um, On the next Robot Afro show, I will be doing a random musings where, just like I used to do a blog post for my blog, The People's Mic, I used to do a blog post called Random Musings where it was just me talking about different issues. So it'll be everything from there might be some UFO stuff in there. There might be some stuff in there about race. There'll be a lot of geek stuff. There'll be a lot of political stuff. It'll be all kinds of good. It'll be mixed up. It'll be all kind of, you know, you'll get to hear me talk about a lot of different subjects. So I'm and I may even solicit, you know, even though I barely, barely get any uh, response on Twitter, I may ask people if there are any questions they want to ask, if there are any things they want me to talk about. If not, as you can see, I have a lot of things I like to talk about on my own. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to all of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate all three of you who show up (laughs) and listen to my stuff. Nah, seriously though. Um, because I am getting some listeners from around the world, and that is uber exciting. There is nothing more exciting to me than to know that people from different parts of the planet are listening to what I have to say. Because I think, you know, you know, we I think we all need to be more open with each other. I think we need to talk to each other more. I think we need to listen to more of what these other cultures and what other people around the world are saying, especially about important issues like this. So, like I said, I there's a bunch of stuff. I know it as soon as I finish. I'm going to look up my my notes and I'm going to be like, oh, no, I forgot to say that the UAPs didn't have any sonic booms and they didn't have an exhaust plume. And I forgot to talk about Skinwalker Ranch and blah, blah, blah. blah. Speaking of Skinwalker Ranch, bruh, y'all spent this whole thing started with a tip and all of that getting the money for that Harry Reid this all started with Skinwalker Ranch y'all need to come up off of some more information you don't get to spend 22 million dollars and run around playing games at Jerk Off Ranch and then be like uh, we only studied things from 2004 to 2021 no we need to talk about more so anyway I know I keep saying I'm going to bed I'm actually going outside um, even though it's 3.31 in the morning, I'm about to puff something, and I'm going to go look at this. I got my telescope set up, so I just want to take a look real quick up in the sky. And um, I'm going to go to bed and um, put this whole thing together. Tomorrow, hopefully, I can put it out. 
Thank you for being here. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm loopy. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I'm out. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to the Robot Afro Show. Uh, come back next time. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Do y'all understand? Oh, no. Hey. 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 Hey.